Radio, Chuck Dillon, DJ Head. West Coast. Hey, he is back in the building. Uh, we haven't talked to this young man in, what, four four years? It's been longer than that. He was going oh, by J-I-D-K. Then, now he's just I-D-K. Yes. Drop the J. Mm-hmm. IDK is up in here, man. Yeah. Welcome back, bro. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem, man. The project is he real out right now? Um, yeah. What, what's been the reception for from the people so far? Uh, honestly, everyone hates it. The Nobody they, fucks they ain't with fucking with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just figured I, you know, I don't even want to talk about it no more. It's a, it's a wrap. Somebody likes it, you know. You know the, the funny part about it though, man. <laughs> like a, a lot of people that that <laughs> probably have seen it. For the first time or like just saw the track list or mm-hmm. or the title itself mm-hmm. or even from the the track one um they may have a, a different perspective as what you were trying to get across and then actually when they listen to the project you know the the messaging of it and the packaging of it they really got a chance to see what was going on so is is he real a lot of people are thinking like well is he questioning religion and all these other things like what yeah. were you what was the first thing that you when you dropped the actual title what was the reception you were getting from the people versus um, when they actually got To be real, I didn't want nobody to um, know that it was about religion right away. Mm-hmm. So I kind of kept it discreet. Mm-hmm. You know, I kept it, like, really to myself um, and let people kind of decide what they wanted to decide. However, I have a crazy fan base and a very smart fan base mm-hmm. and uh, a fan base that's, uh, let's just say, they like to do research. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those people figured it out right away. And uh, was able to decipher what I was kind of talking about yeah. immediately. Now, dropping the J. Yeah. At what point did you do that uh, in your career? Because again, we, we talked 2015. Yeah. And that was the name you were, you know, obviously fresh from DMV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, hitting LA for the first time, which I was just telling you about off air. Like yeah. that was your first trip to LA when we did that interview. And now yeah. here we go, fast forward. You just said a second ago, man. You got a crazy fan base. I just remember talking to you at that time, and you were just like, man, I, just, I want this so bad, and just yeah. how hungry you were then. Yeah. Um, so why did you drop the J and then talk about IDK 2019? Uh, I dropped the J just because I thought it was better to just keep it simple, mm. IDK, you know? Um, I think that makes you ask questions, and that's kind of what I want it to be. You know what I mean? And that's the easiest way to put it. So it's like a creative thing. I think so, yeah. That's more so what it is. Um, as far as um, me in 2019, you know, I mean, when I first came, I was like, man, I was definitely couch hopping days for sure. I was definitely like eating Jack in a Box for the first time and realizing how much better than McDonald's it is. Right. West Coast. <laughs> But um, that was, like, my main thing. Like, I would eat outside of, like, bologna sandwiches. It was either that or jack-in-the-box on special occasions when I was able to uh, send you send people a little cash app code. Mm-hmm. And if they sign up, I get $5. I was doing that. Really? Yeah. So you was low-key a promoter? I guess you could say that. <laughs> I had a big network of people, man. Uh, the people that didn't think it was a scam definitely signed up. So That's crazy. I yeah. definitely wouldn't have fucked with it. Yeah, Hell right. No. I'm like, wait, what's like, he trying to do? Yeah, nah. He's low-key and sent me to, yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, he's trying to give me the download his mixtape. I ain't clicking that. <laughs> Facts. Now, now, talk about building that fan base over the years and, and seeing, like, the people that initially started fucking with you. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, now, like, you you saying your fan base is is pretty savvy in terms of, like, when you release your content and don't doesn't take it for face value and really digs into the content that you have. Like, right. Talk about building that particular fan base. I think it just comes from years of kind of like always doing that in my music, you know, and doing that in the content that I put out. Like me doing that helped people kind of like, you know, develop that savvy, as you would say, 
to kind of like dig deeper. I think everyone who knows me knows that everything I do always relates to something that's important. And you just have to always kind of know that, you know, even if it's surface level, it feels like one thing, there's always depth to it. And that's just who I am as a person, you know? I mean, it's about part of your name too. I mean, still yeah. ignorantly delivering knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ignorantly delivering knowledge. Let me ask you this. When you, when you decided to like put the, I mean, obviously I want to talk about this project cause I mean, wow. But, yeah. um, Salas is the first one who told me mm-hmm. about the project, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to my manager Salas, but he was like, you have to listen to it. Yeah. You can't listen to just 24. You can't right. listen to like the sing- the singles, quote right, unquote. Right. You gotta listen to the album. Right, right. Beginning to end, mm-hmm. right? And when and then when I did sit down and listen to the album, be like I put, I just hit play and just right. let the motherfucker play, right? Right. And then when I when it was over, I was like, Oh. Yeah. When you when you were putting it together, did you did you intentionally go in with the with like I'm gonna create this I mean obviously it's a cohesive body of work but did you go in like I'm gonna make this album to where if you only listen to one song you probably won't get it right is that something that you did intentionally or is that uh just what I did I always try one one thing I never really thought about as much but I thought about it on this album was okay I need to make it sonically just good like that's number one before the concept before all of that is sonically <laughs> it just has to feel good whether you listen to one song, two songs, whatever. The depth is just an added bonus. You know what I mean? Not really? Uh yeah. For me, it's like I understand that most people don't really look for that and most people don't care about all of that, you know? They wanna consume music in the easiest way possible. That's so and and that's kinda how I am too when I listen to music. So based off of what I like, I kinda just made sure the sonics made the most sense first. And then you get the depth after you listen to it a few times. But why this specific concept? Like, why? um, I just kind of, that's where I've always been at in my life. And that was something that was a subject I always wanted to tackle. I just wasn't ready for it yet. I just didn't feel like I had enough and I didn't have a, enough of a conclusion in my mind, at least to feel, feel like I could put it in a whole entire project. So I just wanted to wait. You know, that's got to be a lot of discipline too to, to want to get something out, whether it be recording a song or, or creating a body of work and having to know the, the, the sense of saying, Oh, wait, I have to live a little bit or I yeah, have to, yeah, you know, yeah. answer these kind of questions before I can do that. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot of other things to occupy my time during that process. So, you know, it's like me putting out other projects was literally me exercising that, like occupying my time with other things and other subjects, you know what I mean? But now that we here, it's like I can take it other places, you know? It seems like doing a, a concept like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it would seem like, like, is he real? Yeah. Obviously with a question mark. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously a question, right? right, right. It seemed like you would get pushback, though, from natural, natural pushback just from people who are either religious or groups. That's fine. Or organizations. Did you experience any of that while through this process? Putting this out? Yeah. Of course. A lot of people had conflicting views um not a majority i think a majority of the people got what i was trying to do which is great but there was few people that had conflicting views like you know like god is the answer don't like like and i never said that like well i'm saying i never really was saying that i don't believe in god none of that stuff you know what i mean but people took it a certain way and that's fine that's what great art does (laughs) i mean if you don't have that then you're not you're not reaching enough people. You know uh, what I mean? Um did you did you um have you 
Have you ever revisited the Yeezus album? Not too much. That wasn't one of my favorites. Okay. So I never really go back to it that much. Got you. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was listening to it, and I, I saw a couple of things online where like people were comparing it just because of just because of the subject matter. Of course. Um, did you ever feel like when you put okay? So sonically, was the Yeezus album not good, or did you not like the concept? It's not that it wasn't not good. I liked the album. It, it was one of your favorites I, because of what I didn't. I think a lot of the Kanye stuff is mostly my favorite because I can attach it to a certain point in my life of me growing up. And I think when Jesus came, I was kind of already like an adult in a sense. And so it just doesn't hold the same special place in my heart that the older ones do. Got you. So I think a lot of people like say, oh, it's not as good because blah, blah. it's not really that it's that. It's just people have an attachment, an emotional attachment to the music. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's kind of what it is. It's not that it wasn't sonically good and um I think sonically it was incredible. The the start of your video 24, right? Yeah. It's a great song by the way. Thank you. I like I like that shit a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm gonna read you Matthew 6:24. Yeah. It says no man no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Money, money, right? Mammon? That's what it says? Money. Money, yeah. This is a different version. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's what that whole So that to me, like that's just that just went when that flashes on the screen, like there's no explanation. Right. It's like you gotta go figure that out. You gotta go look that up. Mm -hmm. The depth in that and then and then you go into the song, which is obviously, you know, dealing with finance, whatever, right? Right. right. Um putting that putting that together, is that your did you come up with the concept for yeah. the videos? All oh. of it? Yeah, basically. I mean, like that one was directed by Jack, Jack. Berget, yeah, yeah. Berget, and then um, he pretty oh, sorry Beggert, and he pretty much um, helped me conceptual. I conceptualized it, and he helped me bring it to life. Gotcha. You know? Yes. So when you went in, you go and you with pretty much all your visuals, you go in and be like, "This is kind of what I'm looking for. This is what I want." Basically, and then bring this my vision to life. A hundred percent. Gotcha. Yes. And I want this in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Damn. Mm -hmm. Okay. One, one thing that I see, I saw a part of the documentary, and you posted on the social as well. Like being, you, you seem to sort like wear many hats. You know, yeah, talking yeah. about the, the the directing and being a part of the visuals, but in terms of the music too, it's easy to say, "Hey, I want someone sort of play um, guitar on this. Right. I want somebody to play the drums over this." Right, right. right. But for you to have be a composer, put that hat on. Like, yeah. like, I'm conducting. I got the orchestra. How do you how do you do that? Like, it, I, I want to know like the the simple part. Of, like, do you call like an organization? Like, how how does that work when you actually try um, to get an orchestra together? That was how I helped my boy Edin, um, helped me put that together, and he basically. So I wrote the strings. I wrote the music. Time out. Say that again. <laughs> I wrote the strings. You wrote like the, the strings. Music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he helped me like convert it to a way where they would be able to read it, um, the other people. Got you. And then um, pretty much from there, I kind of like you know you have to like create the tempo and everything for them to write to to play to, and then you got to tell them how hard to play and how soft and all that stuff. So that's kind of what that whole thing is about. I mean, it's 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 really taking on the producer role of putting the music together, which I feel like a lot of artists nowadays, I feel like the the bare minimum for a lot of artists is you, you have to rap, or if you are a rapper, you rap, you sing, and you have some basic level of production, but I feel like 
you taking it to the next level, like you said, knowing how hard, how, you know, how soft to play. Like, even when you were saying, like, I want the violins to come in and, and counteract, well, I yeah. forgot what the fuck you said, but <laughs> yeah. you wanted to balance out what the, what, whatever the song was. It's like, it, it just shows how, how deep level that you think when it comes to the music. Now, is that something that you hear off the back? Yeah. Um, mm, it depends on the song. Sometimes mm -hmm. I might hear it right away. Sometimes it might come after listening to it a few times. Sometimes I didn't think it needed it, but it could sound good with it. You know what I mean? So. The explanation, like me saying that right now, it sounds very fucking confusing. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, does it does it play that way in your head or is it like, nah, nigga, I just, you know, play it? Nah, it's not confusing at all. For you. Nothing, nothing with music. For me, is ever confusing. So what's the what's the challenge for you then? How how do you get challenged when it comes to the music? Like you say, you know, when, with this body of work, you wanted to make sure it was sonically together versus the other projects that you put. So, is that a challenge that you face, or just like ah, I can do that too? Like nah. why why not do that with the previous projects? It's not a challenge; it's growth. Mm. Maybe my mind wasn't thinking that deep about it. Maybe I just wasn't um, seasoned enough to kind of put it together that way. It's just from repetition and growth, you know what I mean? And expanding my mind and what I can do to make things better or b bigger, you know what I mean? Or feel better, you know what I mean? Hey, just so we clear, I want to just full transparency in case you hear me talking shit later. Yeah. I'm really jealous of really talented <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm probably going to talk shit about you. That's fine. <laughs> That, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why. That, that shit know? irritates the fuck out of me. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you just know how to do everything. You, know? you just write, oh, I wrote the strings, you know, and then, you know, the violins. Man, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Too funny. You know what I'm saying? Both my parents short and stocky and shit. I ain't got no vertical. No, I can't play basketball. I can't write no goddamn strings. Just showing yeah, you know the strings and yeah, Man, fuck that. That's anyway. Shit. I feel you. I feel you. I can't relate, but I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> So you're not knowing how to do shit. But that, so talk about the, the album cover too, because you got the sheep on one end, you got the goat on the other end. Is there is there another surface level? Like what what, what was the concept behind that, and why you just decided to go with? That? Look, it's deep. It's a really deep, 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 deep album cover. Mm -hmm. It relates to something. Some some people have figured it out. Okay. I don't want to like spill the beans too much. I got I got things kind of that'll explain all of this coming out eventually, but it's deep. Got it. Um, let's just say it represents good and evil mm. and me trying to pick my path. Somebody's in the comments right now that has the answer. Just like, yeah. Boop, boop, yeah. I know that's what it is. Get these stupid niggas off the radio. I know what it is. 1445. This is what it meant. Yeah. Um, now, now, again, we were talking about the last time you were here or that we spoke together. It was your first time in L.A., you know, coming fresh, fresh from the DMV area. Um, what, where are you living here now? Like, what, where, where, are you, where are you? Yeah, I look at a, I got a um spot, uh, like right off Sunset, not too far from um Sunset, and um I've been living here for like about a year and a half now. You yeah. you fucking with it? Yeah, I actually do. I like being able to connect with other uh, like minded artists. Everybody kind of comes here, you know what I mean? And I like that. I still love home. Home is you know always gonna be like the main place for me, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. Though. You posted something saying like, "I'm only at home for six hours. I'm sorry, I'll be back." You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, I know yeah. you got an attachment to home, and but but living out here, you know, it's, it's something special in terms of like growth and your career and things of that nature. How important it is for you to give back to the hometown? You know, now that you've reached the success and uh, you know, obviously doing a lot of things that you've manifested years right. before. That's probably top of the list. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing for me to do with my success. 
is start with home and then um also home then i guess the black community especially like people who've been in situations like mine you know being in jail and having felonies and trying to make like something right you know do something right for a change mm -hmm. like those are like some of my main priorities and then obviously just um doing what i can to help like humanity as a whole you know what i mean and i'm not sitting here saying i'm like super like following this um climate strike thing and all that and i'm not and everybody should be vegan and all. i don't really i'm not saying that but i am saying though <laughs> i do give a fuck about humanity mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and um and the way things are going with people so those are all anything that has to do with me using my power for good is always going to be like a priority for me you get you get the power right you yeah get enlisted with this power because now there there is you know responsibility with the, the platform that you have right let's say in a year or so or just immediately right right you have the power to strike one thing remove one thing add one thing to society what's what's the thing that's on the top of your list that you would change about this world um i think i think i would change the fight for equality mainly because everyone's so caught up in being equal that everyone ends up being wanting superiority superiority and equality i think are the wrong ways to look at things now i'm gonna explain why when you play for a basketball team they got the center they got the point guard they got this person that person like i feel like the most successful teams know each person knows their role and what they're strong at and then the other person fills in for what they're not strong at that's why i exclude equality because i feel like what god honestly wants us to do stop fighting over equality so much and come together and fill in the blanks and gaps that one may not be able to fill in we're so caught up on being equal that we end up being wanting to be superior mm. you get what i'm saying i definitely know better than this person but really we supposed to know that okay damn dj head is kind of short but if i like you know what i'm saying i could probably reach the the uh sugar at the top of the yeah. <laughs> real shit. No, 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 I, I, I had to I, get you back. I had I, to get you. Back. I got a step stool. <laughs> I got a step stool. It's whatever. Nah, but you feel me? No, you know, like utilize your strengths and, and other you know counteract other people's weaknesses. I mean, yeah, but I don't know if the world is ready for what I just said. But that's oh, honestly, bro, listen, truthfully. say it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm at a, listen, there. dog. Let me tell you something. Because what you just said is some real shit. Yeah, I, I'm at a point in my life. Well, I'm old, but I'm at a point in my life where it's like fuck it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If they're not ready, at least you got it out. Because here's 100%. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep. I'm. This is gonna be some bullshit. I mean, uh, some real shit. But I remember um, having a conversation with Nip, with Nipsey, right? Mm -hmm. And we was talking just, just about life and different things like that. And I remember him saying things to me, and he kind of had Nipsey kind of had the same sentiment that you did. It's like, yeah. well, they might not be ready for this. They might not. Right, be ready. right, right. But. If you don't put it out there, you never know if you you will get the opportunity to. Of course, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So That's real. even if even if you feel like they're not ready, they gotta catch up to you. Right. I remember when we was we've been doing homegrown 10 plus years now at this point. And I remember Chuck always been ahead when it comes to like underground and like certain sonics and certain fields of music. Mm -hmm. So when the TDE shit 
was first happening in 2009-ish, around 2009, and then when they first started getting their bubble, me, me and him both from Carson's. Ab Soul is from my neighborhood, mm. but I never fucked with his music like that. Mm. And that's my nigga. Right. But I never fucked with his music because I didn't get it. Right. But he just kept doing him, doing him, doing him, putting it out. And then eventually I had to catch up to where he was at. Right. So yeah. I feel like the world got to come got to come to you at some point. Well, yeah, I I, I know that. I, I And I'm okay with that. That's why I still said it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, but I just want to let, you know, people know. Like, I know, like, some people, I know that. Mm -hmm. Some people ain't ready for what I just said. But if you really sit down and think about it, that's kind of like, I feel like, I feel like God wants us to all work together, mm. period. I feel like you're in a place right now. I saw something that you put out there as well about not being in competition with any artists. Like, yeah. And you know how, and it, and it wasn't a, it was a confidence thing. It wasn't like a cocky thing. Like even when I saw some people may see it and be like, Man, who does he think he is? But yeah. I, I saw it as, no, I know what my strengths are as as an individual, as an artist. And yeah. This is what I'm capable of doing. Right. And that's going to help me grow and succeed and be a better person and an artist yeah. versus being caught up with what this person is doing right, right, and right. why I can't do this or right, can't right. do that. Let and kind of expand let on me that. Yeah, let me get into that. So what I mean by that is, is very simple. Uh, let's say you do radio and you do radio. Let's say you were at another station, right? Let's say your station is doing better than his station mm -hmm. in a sense but let's say your station is reaching people and touching people in a different way so you're probably doing better because the numbers you're doing better because people give a fuck about what you're saying and they're mm -hmm. going to stick with you whether you go to that station or that station maybe if you leave that station they're not fucking with you like right. that there's two ways to measure who's doing better but most people are going to measure the numbers exactly um most of it is metrics right another thing is like this guy could be doing really, really well and quote unquote maybe rapping better than me. And then I'm probably doing really, really well. But maybe his focus is just this one thing. My focus is this, this, and this. So although maybe he might be doing better than me in this one thing, I'm, I got this going on, I got this going on, I got this going on, and these things going on, who's really doing better? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're gonna look at it and compare apples to apples, you're gonna say this person. But in reality, I think about like someone like a uh, Tyler the Creator, mm. or even a Frank Ocean, where these guys aren't the top top artists or Tyler's, but damn, that nigga's doing good. This nigga got his own festival, his own festival. <laughs> we saw he got a collaboration with Lacoste. Mm. The nigga got all of these like this merch thing, this merch game that's crazy. The nigga was selling fucking bikes last week. Yep, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But not everyone can do that. Yeah. Are you going to say he's less than this guy because this guy's number one on the charts, but is not doing none of that? Right, right. No, I get it. So my whole thing is everybody's in their own lane. You can only measure your success by comparing it to where you were at before because you might be comparing yourself to this guy whose only focus is this thing. Numbers or album sales or whatever. It's stupid. Yeah. Nobody's the same. When, when did you realize that, though? When, when did it click? Uh, like fucking... The f like two months ago or something it, it, two months ago and that's, that, oh, and the reason why i bring that up is because you you create these awesome bodies bodies of work right yeah you're definitely a, a somebody that that thinks below the surface level like you scratch below that mm -hmm. so why something like that why did that finally click for you after all um, these years to be honest though that's some shit that come with growing up man you ever notice like old people are most of the time <laughs> happy you can't give them all the happy yeah I like or like 
okay. Like just, you know what I mean? There's some grumpy old people, yeah. but most of the time they're sweet people. I feel like they figured out life and how simple it is. It's very, yeah. Life is simple as fuck. Simple right? as fuck. Like right. it's so simple, but we make it so difficult, man. Like some bullshit happened on Friday and it did not affect my day at all. It would have normally affected my day, but it didn't because I realized it's going to get fixed and it got fixed. Mm -hmm. Everything always fucking works out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like shit goes wrong sometimes, but there's always a solution. You know, if, if you're not working towards the solution, that's sometimes your fault, but it's always that simple. So it's like, I feel like an older person usually realizes that with me, I'm realizing it at a younger age. So I feel like I got a head start in life period by like kind of understanding that yeah. I, I don't really be stressed out no more like that. I'd be like really like in a good place for the most part, you know? Now you, you mentioned um, again in the documentary how you, you kind of took on the, the exercising route, losing, losing weight and just yeah. really kind of getting physically ready. You know what I'm saying? Because it Facts. helps the mentality, right? Um, first of all, where you, where's your journey now with that? Are you still continuing to work out and do all that? Yeah. Uh, man, actually, I part own two gyms. One Get in Hollywood. Out of here. Yeah. One Salute in, to that. Thank man. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, one in Hollywood, one in North Hollywood. What's, what's the name of it? Uh, Further Than Fitness. Right, so it's boxing, training. Um, I need to get in there. Yeah, yeah I'm, you know, I'm genetically uh, disabled. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I shout out. I need that membership discount. Shout out to Simon, who's my, who's my partner and also my trainer. Um, I, 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 you know, I like definitely work out. I don't be like on it like as much because of my schedule, but I definitely like you know, um, I'm maintaining. Nice, Let's man. just say that. Um, and, and that's one of the, I feel like that's one of the things that you do to challenge yourself, right? Yeah, of um, course. <laughs> what what other things do you do outside of working out or, you know, obviously in between music? What, what are the things that you do on a regular basis? Um, <laughs> This is going to sound crazy, but I'm in a place where I'm just trying to understand, like, women a lot more. West Coast. <laughs> uh, for sure. I don't know. I just, and when I say that, I legitimately mean like really actually hanging out with women, not like going for specific things that most dudes would want. I'm saying I don't want them because I'm still a man at the end of the day, but not going for that. Like just really like being okay with the conversation and understanding. Are you are you in a relationship right now or no. searching? All right, so we we were talking about this the other day. <laughs> what is what is your idea of a date? Um I don't know. I guess going out with someone with intentions to want to be with them or potentially be with them. So I I posed the question because I told I told this girl I was like, "Listen, if you ask everybody in the room what what the definition of a date is, yeah. everybody have a different definition." Mm. And therefore, it's nuanced, and that's why I think dating is bullshit. <laughs> okay, I feel like you—if you get to know someone, you can get to know someone without labels. Like you said, life is simple, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not caught up in, the, and I'm no longer caught up in the minutia of having a label for everything. Right. So now that I'm at this place in my life, granted I'm older and shit, it's now like clear to me that oh, everything that we do in life doesn't have to be labeled, and certain things is bullshit that we've been taught. Listen. Explain that to whoever you're dealing with because if you don't explain that, 
you know, somebody might not see it the way you see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, they, she didn't. Uh, you got to be honest with whoever. Yeah. Oh you know no, no, I'm, well, oh, I'm one hundred percent. I'm too honest, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got long as whatever you said. You just got to say that to <laughs> the, the lady. What, give me, like, give me, a, give me a pointer. Like, what's typically your approach in you know in dealing with uh, women? Like, what's typically the the IDK approach? I don't know. I don't. I don't like holla at girls like that. I don't like walk up to a girl and be me like, either. I want to talk to you and stuff. It just like usually comes organically. It just um, starts with a conversation. I don't really like girls that I can't have like certain intellectual conversations with because you see where my mind is and yeah. shit I be saying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so not everybody. <laughs> what? Can, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my lashes. Up. <laughs> I, don't <know> what, <laughs> I, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't like them type of girls, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> so if I could have a conversation with you on a friendly level, that's. The first thing, yeah, and then like, I don't know. It's it's so organic. Like the way things happen, it's not really so much planned. It's not so much planning. It just happens, man. Like right. I'm okay Spe with that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say. So what? What is your idea of a date? You can use uh. One, let's. Just, I don't want to put you out there, but like the last situation you went on or a I typical mean, date listen, that you would do. This is my rule, especially if I'm in a relationship. I could go to breakfast and I can go to lunch with a girl and it's nothing. Exactly. If I say dinner and it's just us, it's probably a date. So dinner mm. so dinner's so, a date. Dinner's a date. Dinner's a date. What if now, we what look, if we lunch are, and breakfast could be a date too, but those lines are blurred. Dinner is like I'm telling No matter you, where like, we like go you. to eat. Don't matter where we go to eat. Okay. Wait, so, what you mean? Yeah. So I'm saying like if I take her to, you know, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. You want me to be honest? I went on a date with a girl. We went to the beach, and we went. ended up going to, Mc, not McDonald's, Burger King, and sat in the car and listened to music. She was cool, but, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't the right thing situation for me. So I told her, you know, maybe it didn't make sense, but... That was the date, you know? So it don't matter where. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that. No, I mean, because a lot of people have different ideas and concepts of what dates are. Some people say... <sighs> Um, the movies is a date. Well, so, I don't like I don't like monetary value being assigned to dates. Right. I don't like monetary value being assigned. Hell to Hell no! Like you talking about like money, just money, money spent, or where we go. It has to be this type of establishment. Fuck no! Like, if you tell me that, I probably won't even text you back. West Coast. Straight. You know the in in California, they said the average date, the price of a date in California is like two hundred and thirty nine bucks. I just, That's yeah, crazy. That, that be I, I work at a radio station. I'm, <laughs> not, a, I'm not a popping ass rapper with introspective uh, albums. Two hundred dollars. So, two thirty nine. Two hundred thirty nine bucks. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yes, yeah, you know, dinner, drinks, wherever you, nah, you know, the typical. The fuck typical all that. Good thing is, I don't drink, so I don't, I don't drink either. Nice. Um, speaking of which, um, when I saw you drop your thank yous, a name stood out to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gonna run down the list. Well, no, I'm not gonna run down the list. It's it's on your it's on your page, Capri Styles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now 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 you kind of tuck that in between DMX and <laughs> Morgan Lee, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you tuck that in between more, uh, Morgan Lee and for DMX. The that don't and push your T. For the people that don't know who Capri Styles is, who that's is what Capri I'm getting Styles? to. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I've been a fan of Capri Styles' work. <laughs> you know, too. being a um, young adolescent. <laughs> you sure you was just with, young? With internet just, access, you, you know sure, what I'm saying? You sure it was just when you was young? Right, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I've been a fan. Okay. I've, I've grown with her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, there, there we go. We have there both we um, come to a place in our life where we could appreciate one another. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what the fuck? 
<laughs> that song was about um, kind of like lust, sex, porn, all that shit, and where like the idea of wanting to like fuck with that, you know what I'm saying, comes from me being exposed to porn at a young age, and um, it's funny that I got someone who has something to do with that on the song. Did, now, how did and it, now, it, now, now, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now, okay, how old were you when you first saw your first your first porn? I'm probably like six, maybe younger six? than that. Yeah. Oh, shit. I probably was fucking like, to be honest, like four or some shit. You were four? But I think six is what I can remember, but I might have been younger than that. But well, damn, what the fuck? Shit, I remember seeing the Playboy happens, Channel 8 at four. At four? Yeah. How do you know you were four? I remember it was Channel 8. I remember I was that just, psh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this ain't the Smurfs. This ain't the Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs. Yeah. 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 I, I remember, so I'm, I'm with you, dog. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going, what is he doing to mommy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, nah, it's real. It gets real. Now, when you had the the the, uh, the name of the song is porno, right? right. And you, you you have this idea to to reach out to when you or did you have the idea to reach out to her? Or did you have like a list? Like, all right, I'm gonna go for you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I had a couple in mind, but Cherokee? she was definitely one of them. I didn't reach out to Cherokee. Okay, I should have. What are other options? What are other options? It was um. All right, man, do I, are you really going to do this to me? Yes, absolutely. We're we going to be here all day. No, no, no. Um, Three. It was her. It was um, this girl named... Damn, man, I got to fucking probably get my phone out or something to to remember all... Um, now, what was... Who, hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn, who was it, dog? Oh, Tiana Trump. West Coast. Um, you, you interviewed her, too? Another one, fuck. It was a few. So was did Capri reach out back to you? Like how did how did that? I just sent her a DM. God. Damn, that shit worked. Mm -hmm. They don't never respond to me. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say lately, man. Like things not just women, but people. Period. That you probably wouldn't expect to respond. They be responding back. Really to me. This nigga had a conversation with Mike Tyson. That's true. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, Shit is different, yeah, yeah. man. That is true. Speaking of which, um, I respect the fact that you have, I mean, obviously, Tyler, you fuck with him. And, right. you know, Push is on the album. Push yeah, and DMX. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I respect the DMX. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. That's Especially perfect. the subject matter of the album. Of course. Because of the prayers. And, uh -huh. like, uh -huh. I was like, okay. That's perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm tapped in, right? Yeah. Um, did, the, did, that, did the prayers on his album impact you as much as they impacted me? Or... So what I will say with DMX is um, I was a little too young to fully, fully get into the prayers and what they meant back then. Mm -hmm. But just DMX, period, his voice and and how poetic he made his prayers, all of that is kind of what brought it, like, was like, I got to get him to do it. I'm it a fan, was, bro. Yeah. I'm a DMX fan. Yeah, so was that, yeah. a, was that a fresh prayer? Or was no, that something that, that was, was cut um, from, from that another? That was from uh, It's Dark and Hell is High. No, the only reason why I asked because I I figure with a lot of, like, same thing with the Tyler. Was the Tyler, like, something from Cut? Or no, was that something Tyler you talked to him? In, uh, you know, Tyler sent me that, yeah. So those are the things that I'm talking about. So with the, the Capri Style shit, I thought that was, oh, he just got something cut from, you know, one of one of her bodies of nah. work. But I didn't realize she was actually a work. part of the body. That, that, <laughs> that, that wasn't pre existing. Nah, came and recorded that. So, I mean, that that's, to me, that's, that, that's the, the, the dope part about this thing. Like, 
you got certain things that are cut, but the other people, like you said, are the, that are coming in and really right, being right, a part right, and being right, invested right. in the project. Uh-huh. Like that's that's an amazing. I guess that that gives a little more substance to the project. Well, listen, if time wasn't a factor, everyone would be. Uh-huh. It would be that way with everybody. Like X, I met him, and I told him what I did, and I was like, "Yo, I, I need you to clear this for me." And he was like, "I got you," but I was like, "I also want to see if you can do it. Come in and do it." Mm-hmm. And um, we were supposed to do it, and then. The Sunday service thing happened, and he kind of started moving around. So he was busy, man. I understand. Dude, the, now let me ask you this: the fact that he was even the, yeah, the fact that amazing. he fucked with you is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even you GLC, but um, ism. <laughs> the the push thing is that something like because push is one of those guys, bro. Especially right. for what what I feel like you do, right. like you do some real hip hop. Like you, you a rap motherfucker. Right, right, you a rapping right, ass right, nigga, right. <laughs> and Push is a rapping ass nigga. Right, right. Um, had you had you already knew that? Oh, I want to get Push on this project. As soon as I heard the beat, damn. Okay, I heard the beat. Same thing with Burner Boy. I heard the beat before I even had a song. Got gotcha. you. I wanted them on there. Yeah, that's how Push features usually go. I talked to somebody else and he said this. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, this is Push. Yeah, I just fucking um, I just DM'd him. I said, yo, I got this record. I really want you to hear it. I'm, I can hear you on it. And he's like, send it to me. I sent it to him. He didn't respond back for a day. I'm like, damn, he probably don't fuck with the joint. Hit him back. He was like, nigga, this shit is crazy. I'm on it. Don't even worry. Like, I got you. Damn. And he was one of the few people that says that and don't even, like, he actually did it, like, like on some, like, remembered and everything. Wow. I like Pusha T a lot, man. That's, like, one of my favorite artists. Was that something that stood out to you, like, in this process? Where, like, damn, okay, I'm... Like I'm, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, not I'm here, but my like somebody who you like one of your one of your people that you look up to or as a rap as a rapper like fuck with me and respect the craft or respect me enough yeah. to do this. That definitely is part of that. Yes, for sure. Many many things have happened um, in this process of this album that kind of did that, but that was one for sure. Yeah. Now you you've played stages like. Uh, Made in America, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Doing a lot of festivals and things of that nature, man. Right. For you, you know, again, I every the reason why I keep going back is I see I still see the twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. and, and I I love what we do with our platform because it's like we get a chance to introduce people and then have follow up conversations as to where they are in their life. Like so that kid that came in years ago to now you doing that, like right. talk about performing in front of your fans and, and performing in front of the crowds and like what what sense of joy you get for being in front of the people like that um i remember before the album dropped i performed at virginia tech and there was like a, a group of fans there and they knew the words and i was headlining and i saw that and i'm like damn this is off of this last body of work that i did imagine when this new thing drops this body of work is bringing people together yeah. to listen to me. Now, is is performing more therapeutic th- than recording, or is it a difference for you, or is it all the mm-hmm. same? Recording, probably. Yeah. Recording creates a new song, a new vibe, something I can ride to and have on repeat all day, something I'm excited to play for other people. Mm-hmm. Recording is the best. Got it. I saw, um, I saw you post uh, you, like, on the piano. Yeah, and shit like that. Is that something that you do regularly? Like where you you just you just sit down and play the piano? Um, yeah, not necessarily recording, but just play. Yeah, uh, now I love the piano, and I just learned how to really kind of play it. 
So I've been practicing and getting better and better at it. So you're a producer, you <laughs> you're a conductor, and you're a pianist now. God damn it, IDK. I'm trying to be. What everything. don't you do? Yeah, what do you do yeah, bad? What do you do bad? <laughs> what do you like? What do I you mean, suck at? <laughs> um, soccer. You suck at soccer. I think I don't have. Can you cook? In a long time. I actually could cook. Yeah. God damn it, bitch. I made I made a uh, lamb. Ch- lamb. All right, I don't. I don't need you to fucking elaborate. Oh, no, no, I gotta say, it. <laughs> I made lamb and couscous for my record label, and they came to my house and we had dinner. Wow. Yeah. Ain't that a bitch? Right. It's like yeah. And 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 watermelon juice. I'm at the fish grill every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me get the uh, brown rice and the vegetables. Cajun. <laughs> you foul. <laughs> Speaking of the label, man, uh, partnership with Warner, right? Yeah. You got your own label under that, right? Um, talk about the decision to do that. I mean, executive now. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, yeah so there we go. We just adding the little label. It's funny. Says. I was reading my contract. Say it again. Say that one more time. I was reading my contract, and it said uh, Jason Mills to be executive for label, blah, 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 blah. So I have two deals. One deal is my record label deal, like me as an artist. Another one is my actual venture deal. And in that deal, it says that I am a executive producer and um, executive A&R for the label. (sighs) To read that, it's crazy, hmm. you know. Was like, that something that you amazing. you set out to do? Yeah, as well? I wouldn't do no deal without that. Wow! Every deal that I had during the bidding war was was uh, included uh, a label. Got you. Every deal. So uh, obviously that was the reason why you decided to go with this one versus other people that were probably probably reaching out to you trying nah, to. Nah, every deal that I had. Oh, got you. Got you. I see what you're saying. I got you. Saying. Yeah. Wow. It's just I, I went with them because of. The relationships that I had there, I've gotten the time to build with the staff. And then they were, ba- you know, for those of you who don't know, Warner's like basically a new label right now. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I wanted to go somewhere. I'd rather be, uh, I'm cool with the basketball players, so I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> but let's just say this one. I'd rather be in a situation like a James Harden where I go to a team where we all develop and we become whatever we become and and, and 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 there's like attention to what I'm doing and people care and I could be a leader, you know what I mean? As opposed to being somewhere else, someone else and going to like the top team, one of the top teams and kind of being on a bench. Got you. But getting playing time when I can, you know, I would rather do that if I had a choice. Sometimes you don't got a choice. I'm glad you used that reference because this 2K – Shit situation. Yeah, that shouldn't. That's another thing that irritated me oh. as, a, as a hater. Because <laughs> I don't have no fucking nothing to do with two K. I don't have no music. I don't have. I'm not a character. Like I can't even be a DJ in the goddamn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, how did that happen? Like, did they just hit you up and was like, "Yo, we gonna do this"? Or I drove however many hours to San Francisco to meet with from them. here. Mm-hmm. Five hours to meet with the music supervisor and playing my album. And that's how I got on there. Okay. How did you meet the goddamn music supervisor? Like DM also? Yeah. I knew it. You DM the music supervisor of 2K. Yeah. And said, I want to come play you my album. No, I just DM'd him, said, what's up? Then he said he already was familiar with my music and he was a fan. And and he was like, you should, uh, we should link. That's cool. 
crazy. Sometimes you got to shoot your shot. I'm not mad at that. Hey, you know, yeah. I'm going to start. You, I'm going to start. That, hey, man. listen, man. Listen, anybody watching this, check your goddamn DMs. It's about to go down. I'm about to be in the DMs, <laughs> dog. You know what I'm saying? That's a crazy story, dog. Yeah. yeah. When and you it, was on your way up there, were you like thinking to yourself, oh, I got this? Or were you thinking like, this nah, is crazy? No, nah, no, nah. I It wasn't even like that. It just was more like, let me vibe with Mike. Mike Michael Howard, that's his name. Um, let me go vibe with him real quick. Damn, that's wild. Let me link link up and see what's up. You know, I'm confident in the music. I'm <clears throat> sure we can figure something out. But that's actually my conversation with him was bigger than just getting music in there. So that was we was gonna do some shit. Okay. Um, I wanna read you this tweet. Yeah. And speaking of, of your life bars. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna read you this tweet from IDK. Yeah. Yesterday I get a call from Kanye West. He says, what's up, brother? Tell me more about this Is He Real project. Didn't invite me to his crib. We ate lemon cake and solved Rubik's Cubes with 88 keys. Very cool guy. You just yeah. tweeted that out like that's normal. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to say nothing, actually, at first. I was just like, yo, this is crazy. But then I was like, man, this is a moment. Like, this was like one of the moments that everybody wants to have you know absolutely so i was like uh, i'm not gonna say everything that happened and you know I, out of respect one thing he did say is you know don't talk about everything that's going on but um i was like let me just let people know like this is what happened to me yesterday and this was the same day tyler had came over so and then flognaw got announced yeah. while tyler wow. was at my crib he was like oh shit i got 220 fucking text messages. <laughs> yeah, I <Fuck>. love it. <laughs> like, yeah. I heard presentation. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like a moment, man. It just felt like everything. It just felt right to say it right there. Do you man. think that, okay, let me ask you this. And then I don't want, obviously, I don't want you to go into detail of the conversation. Right. But during that conversation, did you ever think to yourself, I'm at Kanye West's house? I'm talking to Kanye West. Yes. At his <laughs> Nigga, hell yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the nigga in his house, sitting down on the floor. We were outside. I'm like, this is fucking Kanye West, bro. <laughs> and I'm here. What yeah. the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> right. Like, this is crazy. Right. Oh, man, that was probably the craziest time of my life. Probably. How long did you stay at his house? Like five hours, probably. So you were out your welcome. Huh? <laughs> you wore, <laughs> you wore I mean, out your welcome. I didn't wear it out. I at what point so. do you say, okay, I gotta go, or is it like, where, is that a transitional period where it's like, okay, it's, it's time for me to leave? Kind of. It was. It wasn't even time for me to. It was more like, hey, come back later on tonight. Got it. You got know, it. When got we it. in the studio, like, oh, so you got put out? Nah, I wasn't put out because it was literally like, I definitely felt like I was kind of like, you know, there for a while. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, should I go? Should I? It got like, you know, he was like, it was, I was with the family. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I, I didn't want to be that guy. Like, you should have offered to make some lamb and some couscous. I'm going to be real with you. He had a, a personal chef there that was shitting on me. So I didn't even have nothing. Man, <laughs> but the lamb and the couscous, though. He could have did it probably better than me. So <laughs> Now, let me ask you this, because I just recently had this experience. Um, we got the opportunity to go to Dr. Dre's house. Wow. And that was a moment for me. Like, mm -hmm. that was a huge moment for me, being mm -hmm. I'm the L.A. nigga. And right. I'm, I, Dr. Dre's one of my idols. Right. And I, I would assume that Kanye, being with his accolades and talents, right. he's one of your, those one of those guys for you. For sure. I, I was at Dr. Dre's house, and then when we left his house, I, I had it took me two days to process. Mm -hmm. Like, I was at this man's home. This was amazing. One of the most amazing experiences of my entire life. Wow. 
how do you go back home and do regular shit after that? Like, do you did you like it's you said Tyler came through shit, and though. my life ain't regular. You know, for me it's like I go back home and make more music and make songs and and then somebody else hit me up and then I go to somebody else's house and I'm with fucking KD, bro. That's my nigga now. Like I really? met him through the DM. Wow, <laughs> you DM KD? I think so, yeah. And he hit, he just hit you back. He already was following me. I didn't even know. I'm like, oh shit. Like I appreciate you. So what's what up? He was following me probably for like weeks or months. I didn't even know. And I just hit him like, yo, what's up? I, you know, I appreciate you looking out, blah, 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 and showing love. He was like, cool. And then one day he was just like, yo, pull up to the crib. I want to hear the music. And I played on the album. We've been like homies ever since then. That's not. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. he, knows. he was at the park. He, he came to the. Uh, was you there when he came? No, I wasn't there. You left? I had, I had to come back to work because okay, I have a regular okay. job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have what I, 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 I report to. You clearly embrace that your life is different. And, and, and that's that's something that a lot of people aren't. They don't know how to like connect the dots with that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So for I mean, sure. the fact that you understand that it's like, oh, okay. But what I, what I do appreciate about you as well, we kind of talked about just people kind of knowing their purposes and things of that nature. Um, in the documentary as well, you know, I don't know if this is somebody from your hometown or a, a, a buddy of yours, or I don't know who it, who it was, but you uh, were at a jewelry store, a watch store. You had the homie yeah. select a watch that you thought, you know, you was asking him yeah. which watch should you get. Yeah. After he picks it out, you gift him that watch and you yeah. can just see the look in his face like, you gotta be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? Those moments gotta be special for you, bro. Yeah, of course. That nigga been with me since day one. And, you know, we didn't know this shit was gonna work for sure. I knew it was gonna work, but I didn't know. Right. You never know. Like, nobody's You have that. an idea. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like it could work, but nigga, there was so many times where things wasn't working out. So... You know, he stayed with me and worked with me to the to the to till that till that moment. And I know when I when I got my situation, I broke him off some cash, but I didn't want him to spend it on a watch. So I was like, and I knew he wanted a watch, and I knew he was going to buy buy one. <laughs> so I was like, let, let me get ahead just, of her. Let me just get you the watch too, right? So you could just have your money, do whatever you can with it, save it, put some here, do that, get the things you need to get done done. And then not have to spend all this bread on a watch yeah. on top of that. You know what I mean? That's commendable, bro. Let yeah. me ask you this um, real quick. Yeah. Um, and that was before my deal money even came in. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I remember because I was like, eh, fuck it. Let me just. <laughs> when you, okay. Now, back, obviously, Kanye West did the same thing. But when you first got your money from your quote unquote, your rap check, right? Yeah. Like Kanye told the story that he went and got, he wanted to be fresh, right? Yeah. What did you do? What's the first thing you did? I, Literally the first thing you I just went to go eat Honestly I didn't really I might Did I get a watch? Not really I had a watch already And then I, I bought that watch Without even having a Buying a watch for myself um, I had already had one though mm. um, It's not, it's only now I'm about to spend Like some, some real money And that's a, on Basically I'm I'm looking at buying An entire block In um, Baltimore right now That's what's up dog That's, that's what my one of my goals is, it's just I'm just waiting for the right deal. Exactly. But that's gonna be my first big purchase. The, that's the, big, the first thing I, I don't even have a house like purchase a house for myself. I'm I'm gonna do that simultaneously with that. The the first thing obviously I think about when you say buying black the, buying back the block is Nipsey Hussle man. What what did his life his career what did, what did that mean to you? What were you doing? Yeah, were you tapped so, into his music? So let me say this. 
let me say this. I ain't know nothing about Nipsey Hussle for real. Like, I knew he was a rapper. I knew he was doing good. Like, I would hear about him here and there. I didn't listen to the music, none of that. When he passed away, I started paying attention. Mm -hmm. It sucks because that's when I realized how special he actually was. And it's crazy how much he, the things that he's done rubbed off on how I move now. Um, like, I got this thing where I go to Barnes & Nobles and I buy um, the Donald Passman book, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Industry. I buy, like, five of them, and I go back home or wherever and uh, meet people that I feel like deserve or really want this. And I say, read this book, and before you ask me for anything else, read this book, and then we could talk after that. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I do that. Like, when I buy books, I always buy multiple mm. I don't ever just buy one book. I buy like at least two, but really like three or four wow. that I have enough to give away to certain people too. You know what I mean? And that comes from watching some of the things he did. Mm. Feel me? Again, this is after he passed. Not I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, Nipsey, I was a... I wasn't like that. No, but that's honest. It's when he passed away. Yeah, no, I fuck with I that. they paying attention. What's some of the books that you that you fuck with up until now? Like, is some of um, the most the best ones or recent? First of all, if you're doing music, everything you need to know about the music business by Donald Passman. That's one. Another one you need to know is um, uh, one I like is Contagious, the Five Immutable Laws of Branding. Mm. Um, uh, those two are also ones that I like. Obviously, rich dad, poor dad, and things like that. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm like the biggest reader, reader every day, like all that. I'm just saying when I have my pockets of time where I really, really want to absorb knowledge, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, have you, what about, have you heard of uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Nah. That's one of my favorite books. Subtle ever, Art of Not Giving by, a Fuck. Yeah, by Mark Mass. It's an orange book. Have you touched um, The Four Agreements? Uh, you know what? I haven't touched. Maybe I did actually. I might have read the In a Nutshell book. I do that. Okay. A lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Do it's you? Like, okay. The reason I'm like, asking. My bad. What's the, What's the In a Nutshell book? Huh? It's basically sums up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to read every little detail. Gotcha. 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 Um, the reason why I'm asking is because you you actually do physical. You read physical books. Mm -hmm. Well, Nutshell. If I do a Nutshell, it's usually on a computer. But if I, oh, if I digital but I, books. But I do get books. If I get a book book, and then it's uh, yeah. Because I don't have the attention span to do that, and people telling me I'm missing out on something because I do audio books. But I'm I'm an audio person. Nah, so. man, this is about the way you learn. The way everyone don't learn different, different. Like, the same. Because um, I'm bad with like birthdays and shit like that. Me but too. With faces, I can, get you know it. what I'm saying. Instantly. Or when it comes to spelling, if you ask me to spell a word right now, it's hard for me to spell it off of the letters. But if I see them together, mm. I know how they're supposed to look together. Got mm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody learns differently. European Skies. Yeah. That was, to me, was the song. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, as that far sums as... sums up everything. That was the... Yeah, that's the, the what we call the business card track. Mm. Uh, it's like if you hand somebody a business card, right, right, what's right. this album about? Right, Here's the right, business right. card track. European Skies, to me, was one of them. So I had to listen to that. I had to run that shit back. <laughs> like, it's like you was just... Boom, 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 boom. Right, right, and it was right. like, and, and, and these are questions that I've I've literally asked myself. Yeah. And I've want I've wanted these answers myself. Mm -hmm. The fossils and the mm -hmm. and it's like you can't really do one without the other. Um, have you had any kind of real conversation with a minister or a preacher or a pastor or anything or anybody religious figure about maybe in my lifetime, yes. Not uh, recently and not about this. 
and damn, do I got go into all this right now? I'm not like Tell me. I'm not uh I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm Christian. I don't have a religion in a sense, but I'm not opposed to any religion. I'm not like fuck all these religions, they're wrong. I agree with it's you. It's like I just don't I haven't gotten there yet. Right. I just got to the understanding of God. Like I know that there's a God and there's a higher power, mm-hmm. higher being. Uh, with that being said, Eric Badu said, the man who knows something knows that he knows nothing at all. The, I think the Bible is a prime example of that because there's so much to break down in the Bible that doesn't make sense, but that's because we're not smart enough for it to make sense, mm. I think. Mm. I think that's what it's saying. So when you say fossils and all these things, as human beings, we're like trying to pick it apart, thinking we're smart, but in reality, we're dumb because it's not. That's why I said in the song before or before December, I said at the end with the one with Tyler, I said, telling a man today um, the story of Noah's Ark is like telling a caveman we built robot bitches we could fuck. <laughs> and, and and in reality, what I'm saying is the the idea of Noah's Ark sounds so ridiculous to yeah, us. Yeah. But so yeah. that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Because if you think about the things that we're doing right now that are impossible, to you would have told, yeah, you would have sound crazy. It sound exactly as crazy as the idea of Noah's Ark if you think about that. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the 1600s and say these things that we're doing today, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and fucking, you know they'll, what I'm saying? They'll burn your ass. Take That's a picture. Crazy shit. Yeah. You can take a picture that takes hours and days to draw. You can just instantly. And that's the, you know what I mean? You can fly a plane. Like these things are impossible. So that, so why would the idea of Noah's Ark be that crazy? Even though we just think we're so smart. Yes, right. we do. Because right. I feel like that. And I'm, I'm going to keep it real and with I you. think that's what the pastor's response would be. I'm going to keep it so real with you right now, yeah. right? I went through a process of questioning my faith. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider myself religious either. Right. But I had to, my, my God sister, she's like a real Bible toter. She go to Bible study, mm-hmm. Sunday school. She do all of it, right? Right. And I had to explain to her why I stopped going to church. And I was raised Christian, just like most people, Christian or Baptist, right? Right, right. Um, but I stopped going to church, and she was like, well, why? And I had to just really break it down to her. It's like, it don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make logical sense to me in the right. sense that me thinking I'm so smart. Right. It's like, well, if two or more gathered, we can have church. We It's, it's enough of in here of, of us church. in here to have church here. So why do I have to go to this building? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to do? Like, so I start questioning all these things. And when I was listening to European Skies, it brought me back to that conversation I was having with her about questioning, like, well, am I tripping or like, or am I not smart enough to grasp right. the totality of the concept? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in their God or there's a higher power. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to how to compart how to rationalize it if that right, makes sense. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's our problem. We always gotta rationalize everything. Think about all the shit that happens to you in your life. Like you like all the coincidences that happen. And then we all be like, how did that happen? Because nah, that's the part that's God. You know what I'm saying? That's like the part that we don't understand yet. That we don't, we want to like have a reason and explanation for, Everything. but we can't fucking have it. Mm-hmm. This is impossible. Like, there's something out there that's bigger than us, smarter than us, that's telling us or creating all of these things, and we're so busy wasting time trying to figure that out that we don't 
really like focus on the blessings of what's happening. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just where my mind is at these days, man. So you're not necessarily discrediting religion. You're discrediting humanity's ability to understand. Yeah. The number, the second song on my album is called 4,200 Choices. That's a representation of the 4,200 different religions that exist. In my mind, if you're going to pick a religion the right way, means that you're going to study all 4,200 and then pick the one that you <laughs> think makes sense. <laughs> and you nobody's doing that. You can't do that in our lifetime. Nobody's doing that. You'd have to dedicate your whole life, and then by the time you figure it out, you're going to die. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's like I can't pick a religion just yet. Um, I think that... And and then, you know, someone spiritual is going to say, well, it's going to come to you spiritually and things like that. And listen, maybe that's the case. But as of right now, this is the reality. And I think that sometimes religion is a block. Like, it's like, you know, you have God here and you have religion here. And it's like you're trying to get to God, but religion is blocking you Mm -hmm. from getting there. Like the things that don't make sense and all that stuff you're thinking about. It's way simpler than that. Uh, now, before we close out, there's a couple more things. I, I do want to ask you, um, if, if there, you know, a lot of things we've been talking about, what's the biggest misconception? What, what, what do people not know about ID? I think people think I'm like, um, not arrogant, but just, um, I tweet shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, 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 yeah you do tweet shit. Right. I tweet <laughs> shit and people be thinking like, it's like me being, I tweeted how my album is more of a Da Vinci Code than a um, crossword puzzle. I ain't saying like I'm saying I'm ha- I have the greatest album of all time and no- <laughs> and that's why you don't get it. I didn't mean it like that. I mean like literally, if the last letter of every song on my album spells "You See for Yourself," exactly. I love that too. That's one small thing. There's a lot of shit in there. That's just one. That's why I said there's a thing I'm gonna do later on that'll break down everything. But Bruh. is he real? By the time you get to the end of the album, you see for yourself. Mm. That's what it's supposed to be. People are wondering, like, why why didn't you tell your perception of what you think? It's for you to see for yourself. That's why I end the album with the question. Mm. And I so I said it's more of a Da Vinci code, so I can get more so I can get more so because I wanted people to get their minds in the direction of digging a little deeper. Do the research. And people took it as I was saying, like, I'm better than and you guys are stupid because you don't get I wasn't saying right. it like that. I'm just saying like that I, when I made the album, I said, I want this to be the Da Vinci Code of rap albums. I said that. And because I wanted it to be that coded, so many things in that album, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. well, another thing I wanted to ask you about too is Julia. Because yeah. I, felt, I felt that shit, that yeah. shit was like heavy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, like, I don't even know where to start in that song. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it was, it's a lot to unpack. Right. But, um, and then also saw you post too about the anniversary of. Uh, was it your mom? Mm-hmm. Your mom passes and shit right. like that. Do you feel like you feel like we don't we aren't tapped in enough to that type of stuff? Because people are always showing like the watches and the jewelry. You know? Hell yeah, and fuck the, no, we not tapped into that. That's what matters, man. All the watches and shit is cool. It's fine. I, I like that shit too. But nah, man, it's like people. I like to say there's music that we want to listen to, and there's music that we need to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I try to make music that we need to listen to, and when I say need, I mean need to start thinking a little differently that's why you listen to it one thing i think i probably missed but was the 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 story about your mom passing was this in the process of doing the music or was this like prior this is when you were younger uh no this was 
but when I first met you, my mom was alive. Wow. And I didn't even know. Wow. This happened 2016. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So this is new. It's not really like like when I was a kid or how I grew up. This is like a new thing. And your your stepdad really gave her AIDS? Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to say that. Got you. Okay. I just know that there's a lot to that. There's a lot of story to that. that. You get what I'm saying? No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's the best way to put wow. it. Wow. Um <clears throat> uh also this is what I want you to do before we, before we close out. Mm-hmm. Describe the color red. To me. I was going to get to yeah. that shit. I'm like, is he going to do it or not? It's impossible. <laughs> There's no way to describe a color. Oh, man. Not in a, that you can say what it reminds you of and what you associate it with, but you can't describe a color. It's impossible. That's one question that no one can answer. Nobody. Can you can you describe it? Because I know you a cerebral motherfucker. So I know you no, had doing it, it, your research. You probably was like, man, I've had this argument with so many people. Some people would be like, no, yeah, you can do it. They're trying to, and then they end up being like, you know what? You, I can't you do actually it. right. Right. No one can answer that question. And I didn't read about that. That's a question that literally, that's a philosophy that was in my mind that when I recorded that, I ended up going back and realizing that that philosophy is also something that scientists have not figured out yet. That was after I already came up with it, put it in the song. It's how to, like, okay, so, like, for instance, if you were trying to program a computer to identify the color red without using the other colors to describe it, mm-hmm. it would be impossible to program that computer to do so. Yeah, I mean, what the way I look at colors is literally what I was trying to say is basically that's perception. Mm-hmm. You can see blue, I can see red, I can see green, whatever. We can see totally different colors. There's no way to do it. Even if there's, even if scientists make um, something, create something that um, what would I say? Even if scientists created like some type of um, microscope that would let me take your eyes and put them in there, and I could see things through your vision, I would still have to use my eyes to see. To see the yeah. Mm. So it ain't no way. The funniest part about that was not funny. Is that's one of the sole reasons why I don't debate with a lot of people right because your perception is going to be completely different on my 100 and i mean that sometimes we can come together and kind of have our similarities and all this that's the number one reason why i'm just like i'm not going to jump off the ledge and just go back and forth with somebody after a certain while it's like because at the end of the day if we look up and i see blue and you see red who's right or wrong like right. i can describe blue and you see that as red right right so the, the the fact that you put that on that 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 shit was genius, dog. All right, thank you, thank you. I fuck with it, bro. Oh, so now somebody in the comments, if you know, if you can describe yeah, that, please, shit, please, please describe I'll it. Try it. Um, I'm about to tweet that right now. Please describe, describe it. that shit. Give me something that someone has told because obviously you be in the DM and you got these relationships now and you a superstar. Yeah. Give me give me a bar or some advice that stayed with you to somebody in the game or a mentor or another artist producer somebody has given you. That's kind of stayed with you through this process. Shit, some advice. I got so many. Uh, to me, two or three. I'll give you the one recently. One. Uh, Tyler, he um, he was like um, the nigga literally said. I told him like I've been making music, but trying to focus more on feeling when I make it than actually thinking about it. He was like, it's feeling, always feeling. It should always be about feeling because. You can think about it after you put it, like, put the feeling part together, but it should never be, like, thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what music is for. Music is, music is, uh, 
the reason why a lot of people mess with music and mess with musicians is because we have the ability to control your emotions. Mm-hmm. You can't control somebody's emotions with music that has no feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anything I do, everything that I do, how I move, when I put things together musically, I have to feel it. When I play a beat, I have to feel the beat. I can't. Like before I would, it, oh, it's hard. So let me write to it. Let me say something. I got to feel that shit. Like every time, everything I do. Period. That's probably like one of the things I can remember right now. Hey, speaking of Tyler, like uh, I always wanted to have a conversation. Well, no, no, I, that's a lie. I have not always wanted to have a conversation with Tyler, but yeah. it feels like I feel. Be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I haven't been uh, an advocate of Tyler. Why? Just because I, I think I'm I'm stuck in. I'm stuck. In, I I, bear, I basically put him in a box, right? Like when he came out, he was salacious, and there was things going on, and then like the things he was saying, and I didn't like how he would play with the religious shit, right? And so, to me, being hardcore raised in that in that religious right, mind state, right, right. I never fucked with him from that point on. I was like, oh, he a weirdo. I'm not fucking with him, <laughs> right. and it was just weird, and I can't do it. And so, as even even as he, he has evolved as a businessman, as a brand, as an entity, musically, mm-hmm. like. You know, Igor, but I haven't fucked with him. Even when he come up here to do interviews and stuff, I don't take pictures with him. I never be around. Mm. And I kind of, like, want to get past that. Right. So, like, that, to me, is sound advice, him giving to you. So that's, like, opening me to, like, okay. Yeah, bro. Maybe I need to just sit down and have a conversation. with Not on not on the camera and shit. Right, right, right. But just, you know. If you, if you meet him, you'll be surprised, man. He's, uh... I mean, I'm not gonna say he's not what you think, but there's a lot of layers to mm-hmm. to who he is. Just just a little bit that I know about him, you know. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say I knew him, known him my whole life, but the little bit that I know about him, the day he came, first of all, he came to my house. He said he was gonna be there around tennish. He pulled up at nine fifty by himself. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He said he was gonna be there at tennish. He pulled up at nine fifty by himself. Like, that's some real nigga shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to come to my shit, you know what I mean? If he has an interview with y'all, he's going to come here on time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, like I'm a, Yeah, I'll, I'll see what's up. I'm he's a, a cool dude, man. I'll try to see, tap in. Yeah, at least just see what's up, you know? Had a con- then, For myself. Then, yeah. yeah exactly. I've never had a conversation with him. Right, So, right, right. you know, I'm yeah. open to it. We'll, we'll yeah. end it off like this, man. The, the year can't end without IDK doing what? Um... I would say buying property, but the way this Trump shit is happening and <laughs> impeachment and all that shit, it might make sense to wait a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, see what the fuck going on. I might be able to, you know what I'm saying? Them white people in D.C. tripping yeah, right now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 100%, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Um, I, I, oh, going to Africa. I want to go to Africa this year. I want to go, too. I'm going to Africa this yeah. year. Yeah, I don't have my up. ticket, and I'm scared that I didn't get it yet. But... Gonna go. That's what's up, bro. That, that's what the roots. The it. your family's from there, right? My mom's from Sierra Leone. My dad's from Ghana. Wow. So my it's real important. Dad. It's important to tap back into those roots. Or mm-hmm. it, obviously, that as well. But what is the thing that you're looking most forward to to connect when you go back? Um, being back in that place as an adult. I've been there when I was younger. Okay. I really want to feel that feeling of being an adult in that place. And um, performing and things like that. You old enough to understand too. Yeah. You feel like you took it for granted when you went before? Hell yeah! I was trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like I was, it was cool, it was fun, but still, nigga, I ain't been. Did I have internet? I don't think I had internet. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll be getting the fuck yeah. out of there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot, bro. Well, yeah, yeah. We appreciate your time, man. I, I, I really thoroughly enjoy catching up with you. Hell this, yeah, this is amazing to see the progression of, of IDK over all these years. Yeah. You know the things that's to come. I really feel like you a front runner in 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 hip hop. Yeah, what's gonna be happening? Thank you. Uh, so a lot of people going to be paying attention to to what you got going on and then emulating your style. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that shit. Yeah, we're going to catch you. up again another four years. You can't wait another four years. No, nah, nah, I'm going to be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be back. Is he yeah. real? Uh, available right now. Go on to stream that. Support it. And uh, I'm sure we'll be digging into the different layers of what's coming with IDK. Yes. Appreciate you. It's Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Thank out. you. Appreciate it.